What is going on, guys, since the Sandbox is back? And we're here to talk some NFL. We just talked about NBA players with the most approved. But now we're going to talk about some NFL teams that come September have a lot to prove. I think I'm going to have to take this one, man. Take the bull by the horns. And just to start it off, everyone knows I'm a Colts fan, but I feel like as a franchise, dude, they have to prove that, that they can win and, and make the playoffs without Andrew Luck. And not having to in the short term go tank for a number one pick again and get that guy. I mean, we were a good team last season that lost a lot of close games, but one of the worst passing offenses because obviously Brissett was hurt and he wasn't a legitimate starter, but they have Rivers now. The O-line is great, drafted offensive weapons, and I feel like they have to prove that they can put it all together and that Frank Wright can lead a playoff team in Indy. Yeah, I agree, Lou. I mean, and I'm not saying that to, you know, make fun of you or anything. I do agree that the Colts definitely, as a franchise, like you said, need to step up, especially, you know, since the post-Payton and the now post-Andrew Luck era. They haven't really, you know, been that threat that they have been in the past. So I definitely agree with that. And another team who I think, you know, a lot of people will have on their list that I think has a lot to prove is the Cleveland Browns. And I think, you know, any football fan can agree with me. I mean, they've been bad for so long. They finally rebuilt into a pretty good team on both sides of the ball, really. And it just hasn't, you know, it's, it's only been one season and it hasn't worked out. But, you know, as a team and individual players, guys like Baker, guys like Odell, those guys have to step up. And, and as a team, as a whole, they have, they have to step up as well because there's no reason that they should be losing as many games as they lost last season with, you know, a roster like that. No, fair enough. And Kev, me and Lou have been saying from years ago now that this is the Browns here to really prove it. And Lou's guy, Hooper, is there. He's going to save the day in Cleveland. But I think at the end of the day, it all comes down to Baker Mayfield because we know Nick Chubb can produce. We know Jarvis Landry can produce. We know Hooper can produce. We know Odell can produce. So I think that's just really what it comes down to. And their defense isn't as bad as it was in previous years. But a team to stay in, in the division with the Browns that I think has a lot to prove, is the Ravens. The MVP and the Madden cover, that's a lot of trust and a lot of pressure for a Ravens team to perform, and especially when they need to perform in the playoffs. The Ravens can't be as dominant as they want to be in the regular season and it just not transfer over to postseason success. So I feel like now more than ever is when it's really going to be pushed for, for the Ravens to prove to us that them having a top talent on defense, a top rushing offense, and an MVP on their team, that they can make some noise. Yeah, Steve, I completely agree. That That's a really good one. Uh, the MVP thing adds a lot of pressure, and the way they went out last year adds a lot of pressure. And you know what Lamar said, they underestimated them. Like I feel like that adds even more, too, because it's like, oh, like, they weren't better than you. Like you just underestimated them. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that adds to it too. And I do believe the Madden curse is real. So watch out, Tony. I'm sorry. But dude, the team that I have, so I always am a stickler on Drew Brees, but this is it. This is really it. The pressure is on them. They have to prove that they can win or at least make a Super Bowl. They have the defense. They have the coach. I mean, they have the quarterback and the offensive weapons. Like they, Drew Brees has never had this good of an offense. Not once. Like, you, you know what I mean? It, it, it's kind of ridiculous how loaded it is. And now you have Malcolm Jenkins, who's a, an absolute veteran, a Super Bowl winner. So, I mean, to, to have all these pieces, to have it all come together with the division outside of the Buccaneers that should be relatively easy, this is the most pressure on the Saints, and, and they have not delivered in past seasons, and there's always been an excuse. It stops now. Kev, I'm going to jump in before you because I have the Saints on here as well. And, Lou, I, uh, me and you, when we were talking about our top offenses, our top defenses, the Saints' name was definitely thrown around more by me than you, of course. But, you know, year in and year out, that's a team that's labeled as contenders 
and they can barely get to the NFC Championship. Every single time, like, something happens in the playoffs, it comes down to the refs, and it's just, well, Drew Brees threw an interception, and they went to overtime, and they had chances. So I definitely think it's now or never for the Saints, and I really believe that this is probably Drew Brees' last season. So I think with Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, and Alvin Kamara there, I think that that's a team that can really produce. Yeah, no, I agree with both you guys. I also have the Saints on my list, but honestly, you guys hit the nail on the head. So I'm just going to jump into my next team, and that's the Green Bay Packers. And I think this is a team a lot like the Patriots a few years ago where Aaron Rodgers' window is is dwindling, and it's kind of now or never because – who knows what their future is after, you know, the Aaron Rodgers era. And I think, you know, the the time is right. I mean, they have two solid running backs. They got Devontae Adams. They have a a decent defense. You know, they have enough to really make an impact. You know, I'm not saying they're going to come out and win a Super Bowl because obviously there's you know, amazing teams in the NFC. But I think for them to be scraping by, you know, barely making the playoffs, being a low seed, like, you know, having a guy like Aaron Rodgers at his talent and, you know, he himself, I think, has a lot to prove. But I think the Packers have a whole, you know, have a lot to prove too. McCarthy's out of town now. And I think it couldn't be a better time for the Packers to, you know, sneak their way into like a like a 12-4, and 13-3 and three season and make a, and make a playoff run. No, they definitely could, Kev, but they just better hope that they don't run into the 49ers on the way because we saw what happened to the Packers last year. And I'm actually going to come in with the 49ers because I think that this is one of the teams that has a lot to prove, especially after the success that they had last season. I think there's a lot of individuals that have to prove things on that team, and I still think that Kyle Shanahan needs to prove things because we, we saw what happened to them when it came down to, to crunch time. And they they had the Super Bowl in their hands. And, you know, they blew it. So regardless of how good the team was, people are still going to be very skeptical of trusting this team in the long term. And that defense definitely was a top unit, but they're just going to have to replicate that. But they, they're losing Emmanuel Sanders. And we, we saw that Debo Samuel is out for 12 weeks now. So who knows if he's going to come back the same So I think there's a lot of pressure on those guys to perform, and especially Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, definitely. And and Steve, the team I have next is kind of what the 49ers were, but a couple years ago, and it's the Rams, man. I mean, Sean McVay was really the first head coach that age that everyone bought in on. And they were the first team that was like, you know what? Young quarterback, we're going to buy all in on the defense, get as many offensive weapons as we can, and go all in on one year. And it didn't work out, and we saw what happened the next season. I think that they have to prove that that wasn't a fluke, that that wasn't just a one-season thing, that paying Goff was worth it, and getting rid of Gurley was the right move, and that Sean McVay can, as a young dude in the game, be a consistently good head coach that can lead men. I mean, we saw uh, their production was extremely off last year. I mean, the division is insane, but they set the bar high and you have to continue with that. Same thing with San Fran, Steve. It's young coach, young quarterback who got paid a lot, run first team with a lot of defensive stars, and they have to prove that you can consistently keep up that model. And I feel like the Rams set the tone. Now can they bounce back? And if not, the LA Rams might do a whole overhaul. No, Lou, I definitely agree you. I think they definitely underachieved last year. And I know they made the Super Bowl a couple years back. But even before that, you know, they were always one of those teams that people were talking about could be the team this could be the year this could be the year so I definitely agree they, they do have a lot to prove again with they're another one of those teams with with such a great roster that it's kind of crazy to think that 
they struggle every year just either getting in the playoffs or getting by teams in the playoffs. But if you guys don't mind, I'm going to actually jump into my final two just because they're in the same division. So I might as well just bang them out. And that's the Eagles and the Cowboys. I'll start off with the Eagles. I mean, actually, both of them are teams that I think coming into every season, people really hype up. I mean, how many times, you know, do analysts or, or, or you know, podcasters or any any other people that follow football talk about the Eagles like I said kind of with the Rams you know this could be the year this could be the year and it seems like something always happens whether it's an injury or you know a couple you know blown games or something and I feel like the Eagles just always I mean obviously you know they got the best of the past a few years back in the Super Bowl but I mean even the last couple seasons they really underachieved I mean Carson Wentz is healthy now they have their young core offense back so that you know there's no reason that they shouldn't be at least an 11 win team and to go with the Cowboys I think they're not a team so much that people I think have been talking about could win a Super Bowl as much as the Eagles but I think with the combination of Dak and Zeke that they do have a lot to prove I mean obviously they're one of the the teams that's in the media the most their front office and, and players in front office and not cooperating so there's things like that but I think on the field I mean they need to they need to figure it out because again kind of like we said with uh Ben Simmons and Embiid in the last episode it's getting that time where if they don't figure it out soon they're gonna have to figure something out and, and ship one of them I mean I know Dak just got franchised but they're gonna have to figure something out Kev I, I definitely agree and even as a Giants fan, I can tell you that the Cowboys and the Eagles have a lot to prove. I think both of those teams had higher expectations for themselves last year. And for both of those seasons to end the way it did for those franchises, I think that's really what kind of made them go in, in the whole overhaul this offseason. We saw the Eagles address the defense drastically. They got a receiver in the draft. We saw what the Cowboys did. They, they got rid of Jason Garrett. You know, they drafted C.D. Lamb. They paid attention to, to add in some defensive front guys. So those are two teams that, that the pressure is definitely on. But for my last two teams, I'm going to go in, in a different direction. I'm going to go in the AFC. But my first one here is is the Pats. And Lou, me and you were talking about this previously. Brady isn't there to save them anymore. So here's where we're going to find out if it was Bill Belichick or Tom the Goat. So all the questions about the dynasty are just going to come out in due time. So we're going to see what it's about. Are the Patriots going to prove that they will continue to win and be behind Stidham? Or are we all just going to believe that that Tom Brady was the reason for for this great success? Yes, yeah, you know they're they're on my list too, dude. And it's just it's a transition. Like, what is the transition going to be? Is it tanking? I don't think it will be. But can they prove that they can still be a factor in the in the AFC without Brady? I mean, even if they're a solid team, I still think that proves something. Like, they don't have to make the Super Bowl or anything, but they do have to make the playoffs to prove that they didn't need a 42-year-old man to carry them to a, to a one-and-done. You know what I mean? Like, that would be embarrassing. But uh, to go to the next team on my list, man, it is that 42-year-old bum on the Buccaneers. Tom Brady, I mean, the Bucs really do have something to prove. It's like, you have weapons, you have the coach who came out of retirement to do this. The quarterback who signed a two-year deal to come over there to go all in, where he believes he has the best chance to win, coming into Drew Brees' division uh, in the loaded NFC. I mean, they have everything to prove. Like they, they, they literally last year, the excuse was, oh, well, Jameis had 30 turnovers. Well, it's like, were you really great besides that? I don't know. So they're going to have to prove that they're a good team. They don't turn the ball over, and, and only time will tell. I'm going to come in with my last team, Lou. Those are definitely good points. But I think you're going to agree with me on this one. and. 
it's the new powerhouse in the NFL. It, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And we're going to see if they can handle the pressure that, you know, comes with being the Super Bowl champions, comes with being the face of the NFL um, with Patrick Mahomes. Lou, I know you believe that Russell Wilson is the guy, but I'm just speaking a little open-minded. Not even full two seasons with Mahomes yet. We're going to see, like, what the future has in store for him and Andy Reid. We obviously saw them uh, try and retain a lot of the plays that they had to make another run with the guys, but we know how diverse that offense is, and that defense got better as the the second half of the year came around. So I I think the Chiefs have a lot to prove to everybody in the NFL. Definitely. I mean, everyone's looking at them and it's like, well, I mean, you have to spread um, the money out now. You know what I mean? Can you repeat that? Because their defense, Steve, was bad the whole season until the last four games. Kind of ask to the Saints in 2011, uh, 2010, 2011, when they won it, their defense was not good until the last last few games of the season. It led into the playoffs. Um, can they continue that? And can Mahomes repeat the performances that he had and stay healthy? And can Andy Reid configure a defense that can get them there and can they keep like they're all their players on the field that really what it does come down to they do have a lot to prove because whenever you're number one everybody's on you and we don't measure success and how many times you do it not how many times you do it, but if you do something once you're never really considered a great you have to do it multiple times and not to say that they can't Steve because I do still think they're the best team in the AFC but it's going to be a test like this will not be as um easy as it was last season because the playoff games that they played were were mediocre at best because I it was just bad, but Tennessee and, oh, don't get me started. No, and, and they were lucky. You know, all their playoff games last season, they came back from it, and it was by double digits. Um, So that just goes to show, you know, how, how that offense can really flick a switch quick. But they can't survive those situations at all times. So so they're definitely going to have to figure that out. Um, But the expectations are going to be really high. And, Lou, we t- also talked about how competitive that division is going to be. So it's not going to be an easy ride for them. But I'm going to talk about a, a team that w- that I just left out. And, Lou, I think you mentioned it already. That's the Bucks, And with the talent that they have on this, on this team, they certainly have a lot to prove. But let's take a step back for a second. With everything going on, I know we're hearing that Tom Brady's doing his own private workouts down in, in Florida and Tampa, trying to build some chemistry with those guys. But the championship window for this team is extremely small. And they still have to sell me as a contender and winner in their division. You know, I can't give the division to them over the Saints just because they got a couple of guys. I look at their team on paper, and I just – I don't want you guys to think I'm crazy, but look at the Browns. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the time, names just don't re- really mix like that. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. It's a new thing, and I mean, we've actually never seen Brady with a new team, so not a lot of people might be acclimated or like the way he wants to do things, you know? So we will see, Steve. It's going to be very interesting. They are easily a top three most interesting team to watch this season. But all right, guys, that wraps things up for our episode of the NFL teams with the most approved. Make sure you guys continue tuning in. We got plenty of football, uh, fantasy football stuff coming for you guys come August 1st. Since the Sandbox, we out.